Yeah, how's it going? And not too bad. How are you? I'm okay. Could be better, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a lot going on recently as of last night. Right, right. What's up? Um, I went out with my girlfriend all day yesterday, but apparently she had been grounded and her parent, her mom called the cops on her. And uh, if I had not been under 18, I would have been arrested. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. And, I mean, I thought it was way out of proportion, but, I mean, I don't know. I could run you by some details and let you know or whatever, but sure, it's been weird. Like. Well, like, uh, July 4th, we went with her whole family to uh, Bush Gardens, which is like a theme park up here in Virginia, and uh, they had, like, the big fireworks and the, you know, patriotic la-di-da. Yeah. And <laughs> so... They, her mom went off to get some ice cream, and we were like, well, we're just going to go over here and watch the fireworks. And she didn't have her phone on, and for some reason they didn't call me. But we were looking all over the park for her mom, and we couldn't find her. We found my dad, and we hung out with him until we could get a hold of her mom. And then when we did, she got grounded for yesterday, but didn't tell me. And she called me and asked if I'd come pick her up, so I did. Being a sorry, nice. sorry, she got grounded for yesterday. This is when you were at Bush Gardens. Uh, yeah, she got grounded for yesterday while we were at Bush Gardens, two days and, ago. And I'm sorry, I just I just missed what she did that that she got grounded for. Um, she got lost. That's what she did. She got lost, and there was no she cell phone thing or anything like that, right? Yeah. Okay, so she got grounded. Did they not believe that she was lost? I mean, there's very few parents, even crazy ones, who would ground you for being lost. Did they think that she just sort of took off and, and that she wasn't really lost? From her, Well, the way her mom put it is we ditched her, but what really happened is we got lost, and we told her that, and we told her we were looking for her, but she didn't believe us. Did she? So you were lost with – I'm so sorry for, for missing the details here, mm -hmm. but so you were lost with your girlfriend? Yeah, we were both, we were both lost from the rest of the group. We both got separated. And that was including uh, spending – so it was just you two at Bush Gardens for some portion of the day. And she like an thought hour. that you guys had ditched them. How long? Yeah. Like an hour. For an, an hour. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so she thought that you ditched them and, I don't know, gone to sell drugs or something <laughs> yeah. terrible like that, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, when you hooked up again – sorry, let me not use that phrase because it means something <laughs> different to me than <laughs> it might to you. When you uh, met up again with your girlfriend's uh, family – uh, was there big trouble? To, what, what was the story there? Um, yeah, there was a lot of trouble. Because her brother was up, and it was like a big deal that her brother was in town. And her brother yelled at her for about 15 minutes after we found him. And then her mom yelled at her for another 30 minutes. And, I mean, cussing and screaming all in the middle of like this huge crowd. It wasn't like it was, let's get to the car and then we'll talk about it. It was in the middle of everything, yelling and screaming at... This girl who's 15 and can obviously take care of herself for more than an hour. But what um, what were they saying? They were like, why the hell did you ditch us, you dumb bitch, and stuff like that. I was like... Oh my god, really? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I was like, are you guys serious? Like, come on. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, how humiliating. I know. And I was... I mean, and then they started yelling at me, too. And I was like, wait, I'm not even your kid. Like, right. Right. And then my dad's standing there, and he's like, were they yelling at you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, 
What the hell? <laughs> what do you mean? Your, your dad was there while they were yelling at their kid? Yeah. Did he say anything? He was like, he, well, he believes you shouldn't get involved in other people's stuff, but he was like, hey, can, we, can you at least do this somewhere else? I mean, this is kind of like, this is a family issue or whatever. And then they started in on him, too. They were like, well, why didn't you call and whatever? And it was like, oh, my God. I was, I was flabbergasted that they did that in the middle of a couple thousand people. What uh, and what would you, in some sort of fantasy world, you know, where there's like the perfect outcome to this? What what uh, what would you have liked to have seen happened when that was going on? Uh, like in a perfect world? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe just see my girlfriend walk off and leave her mom, just leave her mom alone. Like, I mean, there's no need for all this to be going on. They should have just been fine. You know, it should have been like. That, uh, uh, do you think that uh, you would have had any chance to? Uh, to stand up to these people or, or shame them back or anything like that? Oh, no, there's no way. Her mom, you know those people who they say one thing, but they really feel another thing, and then they say the thing they really feel, and they contradict themselves the whole time they're talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's one of them, and I you can't talk to her. It's, right. like, impossible. <laughs> right. So, And then her brother is one of those army folk, and I just... Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a wise thing not to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was just really quiet, and then I like I waited for her mom to chill out, and then I took the side, and I was like, yeah, so just be calm and don't freak out and all this stuff, and she's doing really well with not fighting back as much, but or not being as outspoken, like kind of trying to step away from the family. Oh yeah, this I mean this psychotic environment, I mean. Uh, yeah, and she's 15, right? So she's got a couple of years to go. She's got to try and find some way to make her peace in this freaking prison, right? Yeah. Well, and that's where yesterday came in. Was she? She got grounded, and she was like, "I'm." She told her mom she wasn't staying at home. She was like, "I'm not staying here, and I'm just gonna go out and I'll go do something." She didn't say she'd be with me. And I didn't know she had gotten grounded. I just want to put that out there. And she. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I called her after school because I've been doing summer school to go ahead and finish state school. I'm just yeah. done. Um, and I called her and I was like, so do you want to chill today? I've got my little brother with me. You know, we can go and do something with him. And he likes hanging out with you and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, just come get me. It'll be fine. And I came and got her. And we hung out like all day. I mean, it was like from noon to like seven. And Your brother? Is that right? Yeah, with my brother and her. And we uh we ended up going back to my house, and my little brother was on the computer playing a game, and we were sitting here watching TV, and her dad comes to the door, who lives right down the street from me because her parents are divorced. Yeah. And he knocks on the door, and he's like, hey, is uh here? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, she either needs to come with me or the cops are going to be called. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she, You're like, hey, he, this is just getting better and better every day. <laughs> what I was like – yeah, I was like, I was like, what happened? She's like, he goes, well, her mother said she wasn't supposed to go out today, and she did. And I was like, so you're gonna call the cops on her? Like, seriously? <laughs> and he was like, yes, we are, young man, and you're gonna and whatever. And mom's freaking out, but he he's way more laid back. He's definitely not one of the controlling people. He's just like. You know, let the kids do what they want to do and whatever. Yeah, but I mean, he's not—he's not standing up. Like the thing is, nobody's standing up yeah. to this woman, right? You can't. No. You know, you're not old enough. Your dad didn't. This guy didn't. No one's well, dad... putting a line in the sand saying, "Listen, you crazy woman, this is a terrible yeah. way to treat your kid." 
Well, I'm planning on doing that if I can ever get a hold of her, but she's never she hasn't been answering my phone calls. I was gonna well, kind of try and put some. You might want to think. Thing. I mean, you might want to you might want to think about that just a little bit, and we can talk about that in a few minutes if you like. Just because I yeah. know that you want to protect this girl from her mom, right? I mean, that's you you care about this girl, and obviously yeah. she's being treated in just a completely horrendous way, and the mom yeah. is totally nuts, and none of the adults are doing what they should be doing, right? None of the adults are saying. You know, listen, you, you need to calm down. You need to stop yelling at your daughter, right? She got lost. You yeah. need to sit down and discuss this, right? Like, nobody's saying this to, no. uh, to this woman, right? Now, now, anyway, so go on with your story, and then I'll sort of chime in with my two cents if it helps. Yeah. Um, so then she went home with her dad yesterday, and they went back to her mom's house. And her mom, being the kind of narcissist that she is, called her aunt in on the thing. Mm. For some reason, her aunt had to be there to, you know, chime in and help chastise the child oh yeah so she kicked out last night and oh so, Stephanie... so first of all she's grounded and then she's not allowed to come home yeah that's oh, yeah. good consistent parenting it, it, yeah okay yeah right right you know be consistent right um... <laughs> consistently crazy yeah so left she walked out the front door she's like okay you don't want me here fine i'll leave she walked out the front door and the cops got called oh my god so she gets kicked out of her house and then she gets what the cops, the cops get called, called and, and my daughter's run away yeah. Oh, so man. she walks back into the house when she hears her mom on the phone with the cops. And she's like, well, then fine. I will go upstairs and pack and wait for dad to come get me. And so she went upstairs and she was packing and her mom's yelling at her the whole time. She's packing and crying and all hysterical and whatever. And she's calling me every five minutes going, what the hell should I do? You've already been through this kind of thing. And I was like, I don't know. Your mom's a little bit different from mine. Mine's crazy, but not like yours. Yeah. And then, well, not exactly like yours. I mean, they're it's just different degrees of the insane in insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so we're calling back and forth. Her dad won't even take her. Her dad won't reason. take her. No, he uh because he's a fireman and he works at a hospital as like a I think he's like some sort of doctor's assistant or something, but he works like twenty four hours a day. But so what? She's yeah, 15. that's what I said. I was like, okay. she can she can stay at home alone. She knows how to cook, you know, that kind of stuff. And oh, not yeah. if she, she lives like five seconds down the road from me if she lives there, Yeah. if she stays there. So, like, she's not exactly alone, and she's not going to get, you know, raped and pillaged yeah, without yeah. me showing up, you know. And so, anyway, her dad wouldn't take her. She's stuck at her mom's house now. Her mom said if she leaves the house at all today or any day without any sort of permission – the cops will be called on her immediately, and she'll be taken to juvie, I guess, or something, as a runaway. Well, that's a, that's a tough call, right? I mean, uh, she does have some rights in the situation. She can't just have she can't just be thrown in jail by her mom, right? Well, I mean, the, and and what's the plan? Is she, she going to be like? Is she going to be locked at home like Martha Stewart for the next three years? I mean, what's the plan here? Right? I mean, of course, there yeah. is nothing other than abuse and humiliation and degradation. So, anyway, sorry, go on with your story. Um. But yeah, that's basically where it is now. Is she's we've talked twice today, and she's she's really upset about the whole thing. But there's not much I can do. I mean, I can't nope. go over there and rescue her out of the tall tower in the castle or something. And uh, how old are you again? I'm 17. You're 17. Okay. So, yeah. and how long have you guys been going out? Uh, six months now. Six months. Okay. Ish, and yeah. uh, uh, what's uh, I'm you know uh, I, just tell me if I'm going over the line right I'm just going to ask some questions you tell me if it's uh, it's okay or not and um, uh, what what uh, what do you like about her everything 
Um, I mean, she's basically the same as I am. Like we're like our whole history is exactly almost the same. And uh, the only thing is, she's the youngest kid, and I'm the oldest kid. And right. we both. I mean, I've had her listening to some of the podcasts and stuff, and she totally gets it. But she's she's kind of got a lot of questions and stuff, and she doesn't want to defu because of the whole Christian leaving your family's bad thing. Uh-huh, right, right. You know, like, and that's what she's been taught the whole time she's been growing up is if you leave your family, then you're going to hell or whatever. Yeah, and it's not like good parents need – good parents would never need to teach you that, right? No. I don't need because to teach then you my wouldn't... wife. If she leaves me, she's going to hell because she doesn't want to leave me because I'm a good exactly. husband. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And – Yeah. Okay, go on. So, I mean, we get – we're exactly on the same path as far as morality and what's right and what's wrong. It's just her family's totally tough to deal with. Well, and I'm sorry to interrupt you for just a sec, but I mean, in this kind of situation, precision is really important. Yeah. You're not on the same track as far as morality goes. You're not yet. Uh, I'm not saying you won't be, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just, just from the outside, uh, she has a kind of family cult thing going on that you don't. Oh, yeah, but she realizes that it's bad and that she shouldn't be with it. But she, you know, she's still trying to work through the baby stages of it. Got it. Like, okay, I mean, so, everyone, so everyone goes through that, that. right? So she accepts the premises, but she's not ready to do the actions yet, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, is is she 15 and a bit? Is she close to 16? Where she, She'll where be 16 in February. In so February. It's... Okay, so she's just sort of turned, uh, turned yeah. 15. Now, uh, the other tough question that I have to ask you is, why do you think that she did not tell you that she'd been grounded? Because um, I would have made her stay at home. Right. Right. So, That's not cause... good. Yeah. Right, and and I, I look the, the all due sympathy to this 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 uh, girl who's being completely tortured. You know, I, I have no reason to believe that you're not telling me the total truth. So, yeah. all due sympathy, but she kind of got you hoovered into here some to something that that's, you know, she did not give you the full facts. Yeah, right? she didn't give you the partial facts. She didn't give you any facts. Yeah, right, and that's not good, right? I mean, the thing that that you need to to establish with her, right, is like. If you're going to be with me, you've got to tell me what's going on. Like, you've got to tell me the truth. Yeah. Because, you know, you need to be able to make your own decisions with regards to this stuff, just so you don't end up getting hauled in jail or something like that, right? I mean, yeah. this kind of a risky situation in some ways, because clearly there's a very unstable and dangerous mom on the warpath, right? I mean, if she scares your dad, and she scares her ex-husband, and she probably scares everyone else because she's able to get away with this kind of nonsense, right? You're not the guy yeah. who's going to be able to successfully stand up to her. I absolutely guarantee you that. And I would really, if I were you, and again, you're your own boss and you're a smart fellow, so it's up to you. But I would strongly discourage you from trying to sit down and confront uh, this mom. You have, like, no authority. You have no power over her. You're not her boss. You're not, you're not paying her salary. You just These kind of people only respect power. They don't respect virtue. They don't respect courage. They don't respect honesty. This kind of person who brutalizes her child in public is not going to respond to any argument from virtue. And because you don't have any power over her, she's not going to respond to – she's going to know that you don't have any power over her. And so she's going to then work to try and humiliate you as much as possible and make your life a living hell. And I don't want you to feel uh, – if you put a lot of stock into this kind of confrontation – you're going to go in and you're going to get blown out of the water. And it's not because you're not smart and it's not because you're not strong. I would too. Anyone would, right? Yeah. Because she's insane and you can't argue with crazy people as you pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. So if you go in and you try and take her on, what's going to happen is you're going to get blown out of the water and then you're going to feel really bad like you failed. 
Yeah. Right. I think I think you've got unrealistic expectations of what it is you say. You can't ride up on a white horse and take this this yeah. girl out of this kind of situation. Now, another question that I sorry, was there anything you wanted to? You can. Oh mold no, that you're, one. Totally, you're totally right about that. Like I know I couldn't, you know, totally save her from it, but I could. I was thinking about talking to her, but I'm. I mean, not like I'm. This is what I'm going to say and whatever. I was just like, if I did, what would happen? If yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, you just you don't have any control in this situation. Yeah. If you did have evidence of her being physically abused, uh, mm-hmm. then that would be something else, right? Then you could call the cops, or then you could call social services, and you could uh, they would go over and they would do an investigation, and she might then get emancipated because she's so close to being sixteen. She might get student welfare. She might get out of that kind of situation. I don't know what the legal status is of verbal abuse, but uh, uh, the, I mean. It's- uh, it's very, very not good, not a thing you can really use against anybody. Right, right. Okay, and you don't know of any physical abuse, is that right? Um, I know they had a fistfight one time, but not anything recent enough that there'd be evidence. Right, right. Okay, okay. And that was when we first started going out. They had a fistfight, and I, I, that scared me enough. I was like, okay, so your mom's crazier than my mom. Okay, and so I like, like mine. Tell me this, right? And and this this really just comes out. All due respect to your relationship and your affection to, for the girl and so on, but I I gotta just ask you, right? Mm-hmm. Growing up in this kind of household is really damaging, right? Yes. I'm, I'm sure I don't have to tell you. Sounds like she's got it even worse than you had it. If 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 I'm reading this sort of correctly, yeah, definitely. Right. So this has huge effects on someone, right? Who is still yeah. essentially in many ways a child, right? Because she hasn't had any proper emotional instruction on how to deal with conflicts, which is why she just comes over to your house and doesn't tell you, right? Yeah. And and I don't blame her for that in a way, right? Because she's just trying to find a way to survive this terrifying and terrible situation. Yeah. But the kind of pressure and, and uh, abuse that she's lived under, uh, parents separating crazy mom, I mean, this kind of public humiliation and so on, she's going to be kind of messed up, right? I mean, I, I'm sure yeah. that I'm telling you anything that you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So, right? I mean, yeah. do you think that it's a good idea? I mean, I have my opinion, which I won't be afraid to share with you because you can just take it for what it's worth, right? But yeah, do you think that it's a good idea to be romantically involved with somebody who's going through this kind of stuff, or do you think it would be better to be there as a friend? Well, I was, the way it's kind of been going is kind of a both kind of situation. Kind like of I, like a both thing? What? Uh, you mean like a both thing? Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, because she knows I've already left my mom and she's gone out of my life. And so she's kind of hoping I can give us some guidance in the whole how it's going to go down thing. Right. And right. so, I mean, I've told her it's not easy and she knows that it's going to take a while because she can't leave right now. And if she could leave right now, she would. But since she can't, it's going to take a minute, you know? Yeah. So I'm just trying, like, we're just trying to work through, like, the everyday of, okay, so this is what Crazy's doing today, so today is a day where you come to Rob's house, or today is a day where you stay home because you don't want to get in trouble, or, you know, whatever. Um, and they know that you're dating, right? The mom knows that you're dating. Oh, yeah, she knows. And then, right, yes, right. Yeah, that's probably yet, one of the things, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's probably yeah. one of the things that's got her kind of crazy. I mean, oh, that's, not not your fault, right? But she's maybe scared of sex or pregnancy or something like that, right? Oh, no, it's it's worse than that. It's um, According to what, she's, what she said to me yesterday was that she had supported our relationship the whole time, which wasn't 
in any amount of truth at all. Because uh-huh. um, when we started going out, she had told her that if we were, I think the rule was we could only hang out if a parent was around. Right. And then the rule was only if friends were around, and now we're allowed to hang out alone. And I don't know. Her mom's really, really, really controlling. Sure. So any any amount of control she loses, she tries to fight back in another way. Right. So, like, you know, the whole time I'm over here, you know, being a good person and, you know, showing what a good person's like. It was like, my dad's a good person. I'm a good person. My brother is a good person. She's seeing how bad her mom and her family are, and she's like, why can't you guys act this way? And so it's become like a big competition, a big battle. Right, right. Now, um, again, there's there's no way to psychologize people from a distance, but uh, it seems to me that the mom freaks out when the daughter is in a situation where she could be having sex. And again, I'm just totally guessing. uh, Oh, yeah, that's that's totally a part of it. Right, and so this is not designed to give any empathy towards the mom, right? But just so you mm-hmm. can understand wh- wh- where the psychology may be working in this kind of situation. This kind of instability and sexual paranoia may be resulting from something like the fact that her mom, this girl's mom, was raped when she was 16 or 15 or something like mm-hmm. that. And so she's terrified that that's going to happen to her daughter, and the way that she manages that, that anxiety is by trying to control her knowledge of her, the whereabouts of her daughter. And so she's, I mean, I'm not, this is not to justify anything the mom is doing. It's totally outrageous and horrendous behavior. But just so that you can understand the kind of psychological motivations that might drive a mother to become hysterical and abusive in situations where she's afraid, and this could be totally unconscious, that her daughter might be, and again, nothing to do with you, nothing to do mm-hmm. with her daughter even, where her daughter might be in a situation where some bad things might happen to her sexually. That's how she sort of manages her own anxiety. It's, it's a total wild theory, but that would sort of fit with some of the facts. And that's the kind of depth of, of problem that you're facing in this kind of situation. So, I mean... If, if advice is, you know, I, I, you never want to give advice to, to anyone. I mean, I know that sounds weird coming from me like 12 million podcasts, but <laughs> a couple of things pop to mind and, you know, take them or leave them, whatever works for you. If you really want to help this uh, woman uh, to, uh, uh, and, and of course, if she's considering what she's considering, which is what you've done, then we can't really call her a girl because, you know, she's, it's a very mature thing to look at. I think, yeah. I think you can do a much better job as a friend than as a lover in that kind of circumstance, right? Yeah. I, I think that I think that also it might it might help cool some of the um hysteria that the mom is going through if she feels that you're not there, you know, running your ugly little teenage boy eyes up and down her daughter's body or something like that. Right? <laughs> like it's just yeah. it's a possibility that it that might be one of the contributing factors. And the other thing that, that's more possible if you say that her dad is laid back, I think that um, it seems to me, I get the sense that you come from a kind of community where the parents look at each other differently than they look at the teenagers, right? Yeah. So if you got your dad and you and this girl and went over to her dad's place and said, look, this is not a sustainable situation with the mom, right? The mom is like saying, get out of my house. And then the mom is saying, if you leave this house, I'm calling the cops, Right. This is a situation that could end up with your daughter being uh, locked away. Right. I mean, this is pretty bad. This this stuff should be taken very seriously. Right. You have an unstable 
crazy mom on the warpath, uh, and you have a daughter uh, who is going through the naturally rebellious phase of teenage years, who's going to lose it one day. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, you, you did, I'm sure, with your mom. I sure as hell know that I did with my mom. She's going to lose it one day. Yeah. Right? And she might do something that she regrets, whether that's saying something or doing something, right? But this is a situation where the tension is just going to rise and it's going to rise until somebody does something really stupid, right? So, so this is not a kind of, you know, well, it'd be nice if you could take her in. This is like, <laughs> you know, this, this girl has got to get out of this house. And if you and your dad, uh, maybe the girl too, I don't know, goes to her dad and says, look, I know that this may not be the most convenient thing. I know you work 24 hours, but she's 15. She's going to be 16 next year. She knows how to cook. She's legally allowed to stay on her own. You've got to do something. You've got to step up as a dad and do something to take the pressure out of this situation. It may not be permanent, right? It may not be permanent. Maybe if she and her mom get separated for six months or whatever, that something can occur. There could be conversations that are less hysterical that could occur to try and find some way of living, living together more reasonably. But that's the approach that I would take. I mean, obviously, you care about this woman, and I think that's wonderful. I don't think that being romantically involved with her, I don't think she's in a state to make decisions about romance at the moment, right? She's kind of fighting for her life, if that makes sense. Like yeah. fighting for her soul, for her psychological health. And I think uh, romantic involvements at this point uh, is, not, uh, is not a good idea, right? Plus, I mean, again, I don't know what the laws are as far as statutory stuff goes, right, where you are. But you could also be compromised that way as well, right? Uh, not like by the laws you're allowed that are in place. Sex to? place. Like as far as the age of people that you're allowed to have sex with? Um, the way it works in my neck of the woods is you, you have up to five years leeway. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So you're, you're not compromised from that standpoint? No, no, no. Okay. Like I could be 20 and have sex with a 15 year old, and I'd be okay. Which is, kind of, I think that's kind of gross, but you know. Just whatever. not 21, right? Okay. Just not 21. <laughs> Got it. I could be. Yeah, it could so, be the day before her birthday. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and if this is someone, and you know, this is this is a hell of a lot to think about right now, but I think it's important, right? I mean, you can never start thinking about this stuff too early, or at least I sure as hell wish I'd started thinking about it when I was your age. Let's say that this is a, a woman that you might want to spend some considerable time with in a relationship at some point in the future, right? Clearly, you, you all can't, can't have a really relaxed courtship with, like, screaming banshee cop call and mom on the warpath, right? That's yeah. not going to work for sure, no matter what your intentions are and what it is that you'd like to do in this situation. You just can't have candlelight and wine and – I guess you can't have wine either, right? <laughs> you can't have <laughs> candlelight and walks on the beach when you've got, you know, crazy mom with a shotgun riding around in a convertible or something, right? So – I think that if you really like uh, this girl, then whatever you can do, and you obviously uh, you care a lot, and which is great, and you have some knowledge based on the stuff that I've talked about and your own experience, of course, more importantly, you have some perspective and you can look at the map and try and figure out how to get this girl into a safe haven. And I think that, I think that the safe haven is the dad, and uh, I think that the adults in your community kind of need to do something here because this this girl's like drowning in the water right and people got to step up and do something about it and there is a place where she can go if you're interested in a long-term relationship with her then i think if you continue to be romantically involved with her at the moment it's gonna add more fuel to the fire especially if the mom's paranoid about that kind of stuff it's well, gonna I, you, sorry go ahead um i know you keep going back to the her mom's paranoid about 
us being sexually active or whatever thing. And that's actually something she had said to the dad yesterday. She had said, well, they're sexually active and I don't want her living near him or something. Sure. And Well, I mean, it's totally bogus because I know her mom's scared of it. You know what I mean? Like, I know her mom would freak out if we did. So it's been kind of a, you know, let's put that off a little bit until her mom's a little bit more secure about our relationship or whatever. And Yeah, but if I'll, she's crazy, like if she's yeah. crazy, then she's not going to believe that, right? Yeah, of course not. Right? So, I mean, I, I really I, – I do appreciate and respect the sensitivity that you're showing in this area. Mm-hmm. But I think it's got to be hands-off policy for you to have any credibility. And I think that needs to be explicitly expressed. Yeah. To the dad or to the mom. If, again, if you take this advice, you can sort of mull this over, but um, you need to get her out of that pressure cooker situation. She needs to obviously learn uh, you know, philosophy or whatever it is that she's interested in to try and gain some perspective. She needs to read some books on child abuse and read some Alice Miller books and whatever, Nathaniel Brandon books, so she can get a sense of the kind of veil of tears that she's had to struggle her way through. If you can get her into some kind of safer haven, and that may not be permanently... With the, the, the dad, right? Because there may be a lot to ask for him. But, you know, maybe it's six months. Maybe it's three months. Anything that you can get where she gets out of the pressure cooker with her mom. If you can take a step back from the romantic side of things and be there as a friend and really try and help her to, uh, to get her to a safe haven. Then what happens is, you know, a year down the road, maybe things have calmed down a little or two years when she's got some independence. Uh, then you guys can pick up, right? She's going to be in a lot better position to be able to make decisions because right now – she might be making romantic decisions for all the wrong reasons, right? She might yeah. just want to bug her mom. I, again, I'm not saying she doesn't care for you, but there's a lot of this stuff that's layered over top, right? Uh, and so I think that you want her to be free to choose you, if that makes sense, because then it's a, really, it's a really rich and viable choice. But you don't want her in the middle of all of this hurly-burly and craziness to have to make romantic decisions or sexual decisions at the same time. That's kind of a – if that makes sense, that's kind of a lot to, to put on someone. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I know I'm gonna have to think that over. Yeah, listen. I mean, this is just some guy in Canada, right? So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know your own heart. You know this this woman, but uh, I can certainly tell you that that she's got a heck of a lot on her plate right now, and uh, she's not going to be a very happy person for quite some time. I mean, no matter what you do, you could wish her uh, into some sandals resort in Barbados. She'd still be miserable for six months because. She's been verbally abused her whole life. She's beaten down. Yeah. She's beaten down. And you need to give her the room and the space and the support as a friend so she can build herself back up. Then when she builds herself back up, she's going to choose you with freedom, with joy, with, you know, but, but right now she's desperate. She's beaten down. And, yeah. uh, you know, whatever you get from her romantically now is not going to be very stable. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely thinking along those lines recently because I know if I'd have had you know, at least a friend or somebody who had seen the whole thing happen and watched as I had to defu or whatever, then I know it would have been way easier for me. Yeah, but, yeah. She need, she needs someone to help her chisel away at this um, at this horrible thing uh, of of the family cult, right? Uh, because, my God, I mean, uh, you know, if I was seventeen and somebody said, "Hey, you know what? It's actually not that." bigger virtue to see your family or you, you see people who are good to you and good in your life but there's no such thing as automatic virtue for just having a kid uh, I could have saved myself like 15 years of <laughs> misery with my family so the fact that she's got someone like you in her life that can help her 
to start to unravel some of this cultish fairy tales that she's got about her family. Uh, I mean, what an incredible gift that, that you would give to her. Uh, and, uh, and when she gets free of all of that, right, then, then she might be a great person to, to date or whatever. But, uh, you know, you know what it's like. I mean, God, to have to reinvent the wheel on your own, the fact that she's got you and a resource maybe like the podcast is, is going to do a hell of a lot of good. And I think, that, I think that's an incredibly great thing for you to do, right? I mean, just by the by, right? And, uh, uh, you know, when we've struggled through something on our own, we can help somebody else out who's got the same issue. Boy, does that. It doesn't make suffering good, but it's the best thing you can get out of suffering. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. It's def- it was definitely really helpful to find the podcast because it was like an answer. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Listen, I'm, I've given you a heck of a lot to chew on. Um, and what I did was, obviously, this is not a podcast, right? But I, yeah. I do record everything that comes in. What I'm going to do is I'll compile it. Uh, I'm not going to publish it, of course, right? Because there's names and there's private stuff and so on. But I'll give you the link. Okay. And then you can just, just listen to it again or once or twice more, whatever you like, you know? And uh, if, it, if it would help the girl, you could play it to, to the girl or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I just totally salute you for, for thinking about this stuff, for trying to help this girl. I mean, it really is a wonderful thing that you're doing, and it's going to pay off, I think, in terms of your own self-respect and happiness as well. All right. That sounds great. Okay, man. Listen, uh, keep in touch. Let me know how it goes, and I'll, I'll send you an email. Uh, actually, what I'll do is I'll put it in the Skype window where I put the uh, podcast. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. Bye.